Monday matinees begin right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. Silas, it's been over a year now. The entire continent of Africa is yours. We're ours. Americas. You have done the impossible, my friend. Not even Julius Caesar himself could have pulled off what you have done. I imagine there will be giant statues made in your image in all cities within your conquered realm. Absolutely not. I want no statues made in my image whatsoever. These conquests, as you call them, have nothing to do with personal glory, King Hussein. I thought I made this perfectly clear when my allies got on board with the plan. Well, no one can argue with your gleaming modesty, Your Majesty. I have to admit, there are many things you say and do. I try to emulate myself simply because I admire you for the positions you have taken. I don't believe there is another man that has ever lived that could have done what you are doing. The greatness of men and women can never be quantified by their conquest against rivals or nations. Honestly, the toughest battles we all face are the ones in our minds. The reasoning of our actions and how they affect or diminish our souls. That is what has long been my struggle. The internal war for integrity without sacrificing morality. You can understand why this dichotomy would be troublesome for a man like me. Indeed. For there are few things a king suffers in his mind that the poor man does not dismiss as absurd, given his lack of basic needs, which a king would dismiss as insignificant. It is true all men, women, and children share this world, but few share the same values, for seldom do classes of people need the same thing. Many nations in Africa welcome the rule of America because millions upon millions of people lack the most basic needs to thrive and merely resort to survival. They see America as a provider and means to have justice for their suffering, a new beginning for opportunities they otherwise would never experience in their entire existence. They see America as an end to their oppression, a door to a new world. And this truth brings me to tears, my friend. I know its context is a little different, but a long time ago, an American president, Kennedy, once said something remarkable in a speech when speaking of America going to the moon. For previously, the idea of such a thing was impossible to fathom, such as assimilating Europe and Africa into our realm in these times. Kennedy said, We we choose choose to to go go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that goal 
will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills, because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept, one we are unwilling to postpone, and one we intend to win. New Kingdom Radio Theater. Hi, everybody. It's Mac Jackson. And I'd like to invite you to three of my podcasts that are on iTunes and Stitcher. The first is the Never Gets Old podcast. My co-host, Nathan Shell, and I discuss everything in TV, movies, music, and comics, and swap stories about our exciting everyday lives. The second is the MacGyver podcast, where we discuss Richard Dean Anderson his television shows, and the positive influence that it's had on us every day. The third podcast is the new MacGyver SG-1, an independent audio series, with the continued adventures of Jack O'Neill, MacGyver, and finding out that they're twin brothers. Check them out on iTunes, Stitcher, and anywhere good podcasts are played. And also, please leave us a good rating and a nice review and look for our Facebook pages. And follow me on Twitter at MacWJackson. Thanks, everyone. I'll see you at the next adventure. After only a year of battle for control of the second largest continent in the world, Asylus gained control of Africa with the help of King Hussein and the Middle Eastern Alliance. China did not participate in the northern parts of the continent and was kept from entering into Egypt and other parts. But Chinese troops fought in the central and southern portions of Africa. It was the Chinese forces that won the infamous Battle of the Congo, where it was believed more than 250,000 soldiers died in a single day of battle in the central jungles. China was very ambitious and had to be halted several times by asylums after the African conquest in their desires to move on India. India showed no interest in discussing their sovereignty with the Silas and made it clear that if America wanted the people of India to respond to them, it would have to be in a war. Middle Eastern and Chinese forces moved on nations surrounding India, with Middle Eastern alliance obtaining a stronghold of Pakistan and Afghanistan, the last Middle Eastern holdouts. Asylas commanded Sri Lanka be taken in order to set up a main base literally at the southern tip of India. He sent his son Jacob to work with Lord Shelley and oversee the base and the transition of power in Sri Lanka, whose president and all of parliament was spared in exchange for a peaceful surrender. It was the first time Jacob worked alone, side by side, in a military operation.
India has been pretty quiet during the transition of power here. Should we try to send a message to them that we're willing to settle our differences with them diplomatically, Lord Shelley? Unfortunately, I don't see how or why they would want to. They understand the only outcome we desire is to incorporate their country into ours. They see America as an empire and don't agree with our mission. Maybe if I go to their capital and speak with their leaders, they might want to avoid a full-scale war. I have a different approach to these matters than my father does. They may see this gesture as an olive branch. With all due respect, my prince, they would probably take you as their prisoner, torture you, and try to force King Asylus to leave India as a sovereign nation in order to avoid them executing you. They wouldn't dare. My father would annihilate their entire country. Exactly. Which is why you are not going to go there and talk to anyone about anything. You can learn a lot about how to defeat your enemies by observing Prince Jacob. Your father has specifically asked you never to leave my side and to ensure nothing bad happens while you're here. Lord Shelley, this is Command. Our satellites have detected IBMs are being armed and readying for launch. What? Run the SNM scan and get a confirmation. Initiate the net ray immediately and wait for directives. We ran the SNM scan twice, Lord Shelley. It is confirmed. IBMs are in countdown to launch. The net ray has been initiated. Wait, what's happening? Command, open channel to King Silas now. Your Majesty, we are on high alert. Our SNM scans show IBMs are being readied for launch. Estimated target or time of impact unknown, sir. Can you run an algorithm to determine likely targets of the nukes? Negative, sir. Have you initiated the net ray? Affirmative. Command is awaiting directives. Proceed to DEFCON 1 protocols. Run the AI program to determine likely targets. Father, perhaps we should try to communicate with India's government to see if we can talk to them and avoid- Jacob, there's no time for diplomacy. They are launching an attack, you understand? We have contingency plans for all scenarios. Their launching of IBMs is a clear indication they want to initiate a war with America. The only thing we can do now is figure out where the nukes are heading. Isn't it obvious? They're going to shoot them here, to Sri Lanka. Lord Shelley, this is Command. The AI war simulator has determined the likely targets for India's IBMs are Sri Lanka and Pakistan. You were right, Jacob. Your Majesty, targets are likely Sri Lanka and Pakistan. We'll need to position the net ray to only one location. What are your orders? Position the net ray to Sri Lanka. Take out those nukes first because they have a shorter distance to travel. And then take out the ones heading to Pakistan. Affirmative, sir. Initiating the repositioning of the net ray right now. Lord Shelley, there may not be enough time to complete the repositioning before the IBMs reach potential targets in Sri Lanka. Ten IBMs have been launched and are in the air. Our AI war simulator estimates one nuclear warhead will make it past the net ray defenses. Proceed with an evacuation of the military base in Colombo. Your Majesty, we estimate the net ray will neutralize nine of the ten IBMs heading to Sri Lanka. Command has given the order to evacuate. I wish to remain in a blast bunker here in the capital, requesting you send Gabriel to teleport Jacob from the area. I'll send Gabriel immediately. 
Send me your coordinates. Proceed with Operation Columbo Knight Spartan and head into the bunker with your team of Spartans and assess the damages after the bombing. Remain in the bunker until we update the strategy. Brace yourselves for impact. I see you got your first taste of high-stakes political drama. Tell me, was it what you thought it would be like? I was terrified. Oh, you should have been. As you and I speak at this moment, probably over a million people are either dying or being vaporized, burning to death, the meat curling from their bones as they scream in agony. Just stop. very confused right now. I think I'm going to be sick. No, 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 Jacob. If you're going to be king someday and rule over the realm and take your father's place, you have to have a strong stomach. I may not agree with your father's methods, and to be honest, I don't like him half the time. But he's the strongest man I've ever met. He has true grit and will face any difficulty with a clear mind. You have to be that and so much more if this world is to survive. Uh, Come on, Jacob. What did you think ruling the world would take? Did you think people were just going to change their minds, turn their backs on their culture, their history? Did you think people would simply surrender out of fear? No way, man. People will fight for what they believe in, to the death. Even if what they believe in is totally wrong. Take your father, for instance. <clears throat> people are dying right now as we speak. Dying horrible horrible deaths. I really wanted to find a diplomatic solution and stop this senseless need to kill people. I want you to know my intentions were good. I... I know they were. Look, India is one of the oldest cultures and traditions on Earth. They were never going to surrender to a Silas. America will simply have to crush them militarily. And that they will. But as you witnessed, it will not be easy. I suggest you return to your father's side and learn a little more from him before you head back into those trenches. Can I tell you a secret? I don't think a Silas thought India would launch nukes at the onset. <laughs> I think they caught him off guard. The world is a far bigger place than people realize, and the human spirit should never be underestimated.
India's military made a foolish move in launching nuclear missiles at the American base just outside Colombo, Sri Lanka. Caught of guard, Lord Shelley had to move very quickly to initiate the net raid, which knocked all but one nuclear warhead into the Gulf of Myanmar. The Indian nuke detonated just outside the nation's capital. The nuclear bomb killed roughly a million Sri Lankans. American forces were stunned at this move, and the Silas pulled back all military personnel from the Sri Lanka bases and ordered their naval fleets to surround the nation of India. The Prime Minister of India warned Asalas that the military was prepared to detonate nuclear weapons on their own soil to prevent an invasion. Asalas ordered Lord Shelley to lead the team of Spartans out of the bunker in the ravaged capital and initiate the Trishul. The Spartans were dispatched to all of the cities with the densest population in India. Within 48 hours, the Indian population had their fog lifted and sent nearly a billion people into a frenzy. But Asilas found himself in a predicament because the Indian government was not under the rule of Satanists, and thus the government remained in place in spite of the fog lift. In a brilliant move, Asilas used the power of suggestion and ordered the population to accept him as their king, demonstrating some incredible and magical feats in the public square of India's capital, Delhi. The feats Asilas displayed gave him the aura of a deity, and India peacefully surrendered to become a part of the new kingdom of America. America's number one source for news with Tom Novak. Good evening, America. The nation of India is celebrating in all cities throughout the country tonight. In a dramatic change in attitude, India's government, who just days ago launched nuclear missiles at American-occupied Sri Lanka, killing over a million of its citizens in an attempt to avoid an invasion, suddenly embraces the new kingdom of America. India's president made an announcement just hours ago that India is now part of America and has pledged their government's loyalty to King Asilas in order to, and I quote, participate in saving humanity from the evil slave masters of the world, end quote. India's president also said they are mobilizing an effort to help the people of Sri Lanka in the wake of the nuclear attack near Colombo, the capital. There's no word yet on when those efforts are set to begin. 
As it stands now, America's realm now includes four of the seven continents of the world. Historians from around the world all agree no empire on the face of this earth has ever occupied as much land as America does under the rule of one man. There has been no official word from the office of King Asalis as to whether America will look to Australia next. But the consensus of many experts is America will undoubtedly look to take over Australia and other parts in the coming months. Welcome to Norca. There's so many stupid songs about this place, but I don't see what's so great about it. So what you've got a condo. Your girlfriend's name is Amethyst. Crowdfunding her new menstrual knitting business. Let's kick in the doors of all the foreign folk and turtle of their homes into one big wheat grass dispenser. We got nothing to lose but a chainsaw. But just let me smoke at the f***ing cafe If we're all just sitting ducks Just waiting to terminate I'm perfectly within my rights To take myself an early grave The gospel claims emancipation is priceless But oh my weary heart craves The rule of an iron fist And my only gripes in life's not The latest reports coming from India say the people are comparing you to Karna. It's safe to say you have won their hearts many times over. At first I thought the celebrations in the streets were simply a ruse to lure you there in order to hurt you. But now I think their gestures are genuine and sincere. I'm happy you chose to join the High Council, Mark. Your expertise in religious matters is a great help to me, especially in these times. We are getting very close, my friend. Do you mean what I think you mean, sir? The one. He's coming back. The hope of every Christian is to believe they will live to see that day, my king. But few of us ever will. And I am perfectly at peace with leaving this earth, knowing in my heart I sing his praises with the utmost appreciation for every breath in my lungs and blessings in my life. Sir... We must never think or believe we are the chosen ones to experience the time when he returns. See, that's what I mean. You always bring me back to the center where I need to be. If it weren't for you and a few others, I I might have gone over the edge by now. I think it is human nature to define the edge, sir. And every so often, people redefine it. And then 
redefine it again in order to justify what they do that goes against the commandments, against human principles, against the wishes of others. I know just what you mean. You know, there are a lot of reports on the news about India and their acceptance of the new kingdom. But what Capone and others have found are some of the most egregious, horrific crimes against humanity taking place there. Things that they have been doing to people for so long. It's unthinkable they've gotten away with it. Like what things? Like every form of modern-day slavery you can think of. Things only sickles and perverts are into. But I have given specific orders to Capone to eliminate those horrible people. Human traffickers, child molesters, murderers, and you name it. Those people disgust me. I have often contemplated about this, sir. Lord Vargas and what his team has uncovered in Central and South America is quite disturbing. I never knew humans could be so cruel to one another. Satan has sure been allowed to run wild in just about every place in this world. Indeed. But his time is almost up as well. Careful, Your Majesty. Do not suppose you are capable of knowing what only God can know or what he will do to punish his creations. Even what he does to Satan. That is God's business alone. I wasn't suggesting I know how God thinks, Lord Desta. Father, forgive me for intruding like this. I heard you were meeting with Lord Desta, and I wanted to know if I could talk to both of you about something important. Prince Jacob, I heard you were in Sri Lanka right before the nuke hit. What was your experience like over there? Well... That's kind of what I wanted to talk to you both about. See, something very strange happened to me. I was not overcome with fear, but rather my spirit was lifted somehow. Something told me it was unnatural. It was like uh, an inner voice was screaming, and no matter how much I tried to ignore it, it just kept shouting. Wasn't that inner voice that you could control? You know which kind I'm referring to. You mean like when you have conversations with yourself in your head, but you can still sort of control what the voices say? Exactly. Well, this voice, I really could not control. It was telling me to destroy India, to go there with words of peace, but then annihilate them when they open their gates. That was why I suggested trying something diplomatic to Lord Shelley, but it was too impromptu. Father? I think this whole thing happening in India is a ruse. Show. They're under the control of the Drax. I believe that in my heart of hearts. That voice I heard in my head was not human. Jacob, my prince, the nation of India has already surrendered. Their government is transferring their power to ours. Lord Capone is over there right now, overseeing the process. Father. You must tell Lord Capone to leave India immediately. He's in great danger. But I I don't understand, Jacob. Why didn't you tell me any of this before? I don't have time to explain, Father. Call Capone back. I'm telling you he's in danger. Lord Quinte Capone, please. Come with us. Right now, sir. Come with you? What are you talking about? I'm in charge here. Under whose orders are you telling me to go anywhere? I'm at the liberty to reveal that to you, sir. 
but you must come with us now, or we will remove you by force. You cannot talk on the phone right now either. Give that to me. Hey, you can't take my phone. Give it back. Fine then. My personal guard Gideon will take it back. Gideon, take my phone away from that man in the blue suit. Stand back. Or I'll shoot you. As with all the gods with me. We wish to have no more trouble, Mr. Capone, but you must come with us now. Or we will shoot. You can shoot him with all you have and it will not stop him. Gideon! Take the phone and throw it to me! to The Rise of King of Silas, Episode 24, Ruse, starring J.V. Torres as King of Silas, Dominic Nataro as Prince Jacob, Shane Maester as Lord Anna Patricia Shelley, Mark Rios as King Hussein, John Doby as Lord Quinton Capone, Phil Usher as Lord Mark Desta, Ken Artus as Indian Official, Alex Olson as Gabriel. Megan White as Command Operator. Don Rosinski as Newsreader. And narrated by Sergei Brezhnikov. This episode features the song End of History by Hercules and the Bricks. Download the music of Hercules and the Bricks on Bandcamp.com today. Other music contributions by John Bartman, Boxcat Games, Drake Staff, Sergei Cheremisinov, Chillinger, Dexter Britton, freesound.org and audio jungle for more information about the cast the music or this production please visit us at our website at www.theriseofkingasilas.com and now a word from our podcast friends Hi, I'm Barney Black. And I'm Tara Saraban. And we do Bloody Murder. We're a weekly true crime podcast that focuses on some of the lesser-known crime stories from Australia. And indeed around the globe. We're a comedy podcast with a dark sense of humour. But we're dead serious about murder and the people it affects. We find humour in some unexpected places. But never at the expense of the victims or their families. We've been described as the blue cheese of podcasting. Addictive, strong and satisfying. And a bit stinky. I am not. You know you are. Bloody Murder. Murder is available on your favorite podcatcher. This has been a production of the New Kingdom Radio Theater in Baltimore, Maryland. Copyright 2019. And stay tuned for episode 25. Time of COVID-19, CDC asks you keep your hands clean. Don't congregate and kindly shelter in place. Also wash your hands and don't touch your face. 
So use soap and water and grab a clean towel and don't be a Jonah. Prevent spread of Corona by washing your hands. Olay! This was a public service announcement from the Mutual Audio Network.